0: alongside the good friend, host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison.
1: Adam, it's great to be back with you. And I actually have all three of my uh, executive producers through the course of this uh, podcast process with me on this show. And I'm very excited about that. And I have um, one uh, special friend guest who... We might also hear from a little bit later. But first of all, um, Adam, do you have our quote of the day?
0: Sure do. A saint is not someone who is good, but someone who experiences the goodness of God. That is from Brennan Manning.
1: And I, I thought this quote was, was appropriate because that's how I feel about this podcast. The success of this podcast um, has been the result of God's infinite blessings to me and, um, the hard work and dedication of the people who are sharing the mics with me tonight. Uh, without, um, them, I would not have gotten as far as I have. And because of the, the COVID 19 lockdown situations that we found ourselves in, I have, um, I have learned a lot about um, producing my own audio and am pretty confident about moving forward with a home studio, something I would not have told you eight weeks ago when I ran out of shows. So Uh, does this mean we're fired? Oh, actually, actually, I'm hoping that all of you can periodically be involved. And it's easier than ever because we can all be in our own places rather than being um, on a set schedule in a studio. So it's easier to call all the shots and it feels better to not have to come up with three shows at once. Because <laughs> writing, writing one show is hard enough. Writing three shows for a recording session can be very difficult. But I'm very thankful for uh, the blessings God has given. I went on this show called Ignite with J.R. Pittman and Adam McNutt, was the producer. Now I had heard a little bit about Adam because we actually had a mutual acquaintance um, that knew Adam before I did and told me about him. So when when I rolled into the studio and he was there, I was like, I kind of know you. I I know some things about you anyway. And so we really hit it off. I got his phone number that night and we, we were texting back and forth for those months. I believe, starting in January of 12. Yeah. And then about July, I think I wrote him a message and I said, I'm talking to Brad Lanzer at Lanzer Broadcasting, who owns WJQ, about using the studio for the purposes of podcasting. Would you be willing to be my executive producer and run the board for me so that I can produce this podcast? Because I can come in and talk but I can't run the board unless they make special provision and I'm not going to ask them to do that unless they were to hire me, which um, to go back even further, that was my, my hope, even though it never really materialized that way. But, but um, I was able, um, because of Adam to produce over 200, I think, I think we had almost, we had either almost gotten to or just exceeded 250 episodes when you left, Adam, and it's even more than that. When we talk, when we think about the brief time that you came back to the show, um, which which uh, you can get back, you can get into if you wish when you um, are reflecting. But to think that I was able to to stick to something for four hundred weeks—you know—a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, they either pod fade or they take. Breaks and have off seasons. We've never done that. I'm speaking for him. And so we've we've been through a lot. We've talked about a lot of issues. We've had a lot of good guests on. I've been very blessed to have the support of so many people to make this happen. And I will have more thank yous later. But first of all, I do have a highlight reel. So I'm going to go ahead and go into the highlight reel, and then after. The highlight reel, I will get some reflections from Adam, and we'll go from Adam to uh, Chad to Dan in, re- in reverse order and talk about what it's been like to work on the podcast. This first clip is the way we opened the show all those years ago. My name is Andrew Gamison, and I will be your host for the Speaking for Him podcast. Excited about the inaugural episode, and I'm also excited... That I have a co-host with me in the studio today, Adam McNutt of WJQ fame. Thank you, Adam, for being here.
0: Thanks for having me, Andrew. Appreciate it.
1: Today we're just going to talk a little bit about my ministry and how I uh, came to start it and how I got to this point. So I hope this is a fun time for everyone listening. On this clip, I had a lot of fun with my radio mentors, Chris and Emily, in the studio And they talk about all the places they traveled in the course of their ministry. One of the questions that some people, like myself, especially since it's hard for me to keep warm in the winter, would ask is, what would possess you to come from Arizona to a place (laughs) like Michigan? But seeing that you were also in Alaska for a while, this must have been like the tropics compared to Alaska.
0: Quite honestly, it really is. It's kind of the the best of all worlds. We grew up in Minnesota. Of course, it gets bitterly cold there. And uh, we've lived all over. We've lived in Germany. We've lived in Alaska. we lived in Arizona. And uh, so we felt the extreme hot. We felt the extreme cold. And uh, Michigan really is just, it's like, it's not, it's cold, but not too cold. Hot, but not too hot. And uh, we love the snow. Of course, growing up in Minnesota, you can take the snow out of the girl, but you can't take the girl out of the snow. How does that go? I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) One of the absolute highlights of this podcast for me was getting to interview one of my favorite nationally syndicated radio hosts, Wally from The Wally Show. What follows is a clip of him talking about how important – all of the people that work on his show are to him and to the show's success. Uh, I think it would really be a fun show to work on. You change one
0: of the people in our mix, and the show is different. And, like, like Betty is, you know, her skill set is humor and and just that heart inside of the show
1: uh becca her skill set is kind of not letting me get away with too much and kind of keeping me in check you know in a fun way but then also when when she does news like to deliver that and do a a good job with that and to be funny and then zach's job is to be that voice of reason and sometimes protect me from myself and the things that i want to do or the angles i want to go he's really good at going well let's rethink this This clip is from an episode where I interviewed Lauren Chapin, star of the hit TV show, Father Knows Best. Not only was it a thrill for me to interview her because she was a celebrity from a TV show I enjoyed, but I also enjoyed talking to her about the most important thing, her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have any final thoughts for those who are listening today? Maybe a final word of encouragement.
0: world today, Andrew, where there was so much um, animosity, bitterness, anger, um, resentment, um, it, it's just, it's sad, it's very really sad what our young people are having to deal with today. But if, if I could be an encourager, I would simply say, you know, first of all, I would say, if you don't go That's the person you need to meet because he's going to be a friend that will stick with you forever
1: and always. In this episode, I got the opportunity to interview the owner and operator of the very first West Michigan Chick-fil-A, Brad Sperlin. This clip is where I ask him the question, what is the biggest blessing of having this responsibility? You kind of um talked around this a little bit, but could you quantify what you would think is the biggest blessing of uh, working for Chick-fil-A?
2: I, I don't know that we have enough time. Um I, I I thought, you know, I pursued Chick-fil-A for fifteen years before, you know, opening. I thought I knew a lot about Chick-fil-A until I s until I actually joined them. Um And one specific memory, uh, I was down in Atlanta about my third day of training, and they kind of gave they took us on a visions and values tour of Chick-fil-A. And um, it just literally stopped me on my tracks of just the incredible um, blessings and contributions that Chick-fil-A makes all across the nation that you don't know about. And so one of the things that every operator Uh, is passionate about is how do we model truett's generosity Mm -hmm. in our community and so i would say uh, that's been an incredible blessing is to um take the fruits and labor you know take the the blessings of our labor uh, and our hard work and and see where god wants to share it in the community um and it's it's literally one of my daily prayers
1: This final clip is from an episode that I did highlighting the movie Unplanned and discussing important issues related to the pro-life movement. What were your general thoughts after you watched the film, Eric? I think this film is going to be really important for
2: those in the church. Frankly speaking, the church needs to wake up. Uh, to what is going on with this particular issue. I think there's a lot of churches and even Christians out there who say that they're pro-life, but maybe they're just anti-abortion. Like, they know abortion is wrong, but how pro-life are you, and where are you willing to put your time, your talents, and your treasures behind a cause that really fights for life? I mean, if we're Christians, if we're believers in Jesus, Jesus is the best pro-life story that's out there. He gave his life for us, period, end of discussion.
1: All right, and there you have my highlight reel of the uh, Speaking for Him podcast over the last seven and a half years, roughly. So, Adam, takes you back, huh?
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, it's crazy. When you said that it was eight years, I almost grabbed for some lotion to, like, put on my crow's feet because I didn't (laughs) believe (laughs) it's that long already. That's insane. Um, Gosh, but it's been such a fun ride. Um, Man, I was thinking back to all the different shows we've done, and when you reached out to me last week about, like, coming on and talking about stuff, I'm like, we – do some really fun stuff and for the lord on top of it which is just icing on the cake so it's been an incredible ride and man you're making me missing it it's not fair well i
1: like i said now it's easier than ever for us to collaborate so we should do that from time to time so do you have any specific uh memories that particularly stick out to you when you think about it
0: adam oh for sure um I'd have to say, if I thought back to like my favorite show, um, there was something really special and I, I, love that you put it in the highlight reel, the one where we had the host Chris and Emily on the show. Um, I tell you what, uh, there was always fun energy in the studio, but there was something extra that night that was so great. I think, gosh, personally, I laughed like 10 minutes after we stopped recording. Um, it was, it was so much fun, so high energy. Loved every second of it. Um, Also, I loved the show where we had, oh, please throw something at the Zoom camera if I'm getting this wrong, but um, I think his name was was Uncle Charlie, right?
1: Yes, yes. Keys for Kids? Yes, Uncle Charlie was on the show a few years ago, and I actually also did a tribute podcast about him after he passed away. I feel so privileged to have that podcast interview in our archives because people like him only come along once in a generation if we're lucky and uh he was just a special man and um you know i don't usually cry when i hear that people died that i didn't know very well personally but uncle charlie was the type of person number one he made me want to minister for the lord so he is indirectly responsible for what speaking for him has become. Number two, uh, he was everybody's uncle for worldwide for 50 plus years. And so he took that very seriously. And whenever I did see him, he always remembered me. He didn't forget who I was. I remember when I went to a, a summer rally stop, the week I was on the show, the week they broadcast the show that I was on, he saw me in the audience and he pointed it out to the crowd that was gathered there that I had been on the show that week. And that another gentleman who incidentally was a church friend of mine who was in CBH at the time was singing the song that I sang on the radio that week in the live rally. So I will, so I will never forget the impact that he had on my life. So it was definitely a big deal to me uh, to have Mm. that interview. So I definitely agree. Mm. So Chad, do you have any thoughts about jumping into this craziness and taking over for a while from Adam? You know, I kind of felt like my role was more of an an internship kind of in between when (laughs) in retrospect, because I don't think I was with you for very long. We did what, maybe 50 together? I I think it was something like that. I think it was something like 50 um, because then Adam came back and split with you for a while and then... Both of you had to step away, and Dan entered the picture. So, um, Dan, do you have any Uh thoughts to share with us on this 400th podcast? Well, one, I'm surprised we made it to these 400. And now I'm trying to remember how many podcasts I did with you. Probably about a year. Well, I I think it was a little bit before that, um, because I think that I, I know that you were on that podcast with the people from on plan which was last April so Mm -hmm. I think it was a little over a year and like I said basically you guys kind of helped hold me up while I was learning the ropes and learning to do stuff and now this situation with with COVID has caused me to learn to do stuff at home and I'm just so excited about technology um we are finally—we finally have a schedule for producing the Pilgrim's Progress, multi-voice reading, uh, because we're going to do it here on Zoom. And have it. i just published the cast today, so excited about that. Um, and if that goes well, I'd like to do more because I always listened to uh, audio Bibles, and they were fully dramatized. And I was like, why can't we do that with other books? So that's kind of one of my one of my visions to do more of that. So it should be interesting to see how it all comes together. But because of Zoom, we don't have to cram into a studio like we did with Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though it works.
0: Awesome. So it did. Gosh. And that was one of the coolest memories to being a part of the podcast, doing a, a Christmas Carol recording over a few weeks back in
1: 2000, I think 13 now. Yeah. Melissa is going to actually, of being in uh, Pilgrim's Progress as well and she was looking back to see how long ago we'd done Christmas Carol and it was. It was seven years ago already and so that's just crazy, wow. man.
0: Whew. It's been a lot of snow since then. That's wild. <laughs> Absolutely. trying to get Pilgrim's Progress how long?
1: No, is it- uh, I, I had like three different times already that I wanted to do it but every time something came up First, it was I think first it was Adam leaving for the first time and scrambling <laughs> to find somebody else to produce, and then then it was Adam and Chad leaving, so then it didn't get scheduled for that, and then it was Corona virus that delayed it because I was finally talking very seriously with Dan. Yeah, about we were talking about this that. last winter, and you're like, oh, spring, spring. <laughs> and then it was like, psych. Not really, so. Right. <laughs> um, well, it's it's super having you guys on. It's super being able to reflect on this. Whitney, I know um, you weren't real familiar with what was going on here. Um, have you listened to any episodes of the show before? I have. Okay. A little bit. So you've heard, I- of, heard a few episodes in there. But was yeah. there anything that you wanted to share as we're celebrating this momentous occasion?
0: To too many. I just know, um, Andrew personally, and he has such a heart for the Lord and heart for people. It's just amazing to me.
1: This has been a super time. I was kind of hoping for more people to stop by, but I appreciate all of you for, for coming to celebrate this with me. And I hope that people will enjoy, um, what we have to share. Um, do you have any, does anybody have any final thoughts?
0: Um, I have a, a story I forgot to mention earlier. That is one of my favorite moments. It's actually from the first episode that we ever did way back in pre crossfeed Feed days. <laughs> um, so when we were planning that week before our first recording, I remember we were talking about, you know, other podcasts, kind of what they do with the length of the podcast and that we don't want to go too long. And so we're like, all right, well, let's make sure we keep it at like 20 minutes like 30 minutes tops, right? We don't want to go too far. We're, we're not a, you know, AM radio program. We don't go crazy here. So we're like, okay, 20, 30 minutes. Call it good. Boom. We're here. To record. We get into it. It's our first go. Things go pretty smoothly. We say thanks for listening. Talk to you next week or something like that. We hit stop. And Andrew, I remember you asking, you're like, how long was it? And I looked over and I was like eight minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> and I was like, I think we didn't go over. So <laughs> it's, it's awesome to see how far in eight years, even with all the changes, the podcast has come. Because before, I mean, if you had a 10 minute commute, you can almost listen to podcasts when first started.
1: Well, and I know of people that have had, you know, three or four podcasts, three or four different iterations. Uh, in that amount of time, so the fact that we're the fact that we're talking about 400 is is pretty significant. I do think that's th- that's a great story, Adam. And I don't even think it was eight minutes and 32 seconds. I think it was closer <laughs> to, to seven. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> might have been wishful thinking on my part.
1: <laughs> There's no way that I could possibly think the whole list, but a uh, few people stick out. First of all. To Adam, Chad, and Dan, I wouldn't have gotten to this place as a podcaster and as a broadcaster if it wasn't for the three of you. Um, I definitely was scared to death. Like eight weeks ago when I ran out of shows, I was like, do I take a hiatus? Um, and then, because then, which I'm glad I didn't because then three weeks became, six weeks became, nine weeks became like 11 weeks since I've been out of the house except to go through the drive through at the bank. But that's neither here nor there, um. So I'm glad that I that I got the courage to spend a couple days on YouTube learning things. I'm thankful for all three of you and the effort that you put in to make sure that my podcast didn't pod fade. Because I seriously told Adam, I'm like, I think we might have to do a last podcast and say goodbye to speaking for him uh, as a podcast, not as a ministry, but as a podcast. Because I wasn't ready to do at home broadcasting at that point. Had no clue the capabilities of Zoom, had no clue about um, recording audio clips off the internet, had no clue about um, editing my own stuff um, the way I do every week now. So I needed that time from you guys to gain that confidence. I also want to say thank you to um, my first sponsor of sorts, True Life Bible Church, who has been a monthly supporter of Speaking for Him since March. Um, I was able to upgrade my Zoom account uh, because of their generosity. So True Life Bible Church is now an official sponsor of the Speaking for Him podcast, and I'm very grateful to them. And I'm grateful for um, Naomi Van Harn, Naomi um, suggested that we do a speaking for him book club, and while we're not regularly doing that right now, it really came at a time when I was starting to experience burnout in the podcast and being like, "What kind of content are we going to do now?" So, thank you to Naomi um, for for being that person to provide uh, to reignite the flame, so to speak, and keep me going for another several episodes. Thank you to the folks at master arts theater for allowing me to profile their shows. I'm excited for you guys to do shows again so that I have more interviews to do for, um, for your uh, company. I encourage people to support uh, master arts. If you can Uh, look at their YouTube channel, give them a financial donation if you're able, because man, performing arts venues were one of the hardest hit things in this whole Uh, pandemic because there's not curbside performing arts so uh, it's very difficult but we've we have been able to do some YouTube things so check out their YouTube channel but the point being I have so many people that have blessed me that have seen fit to help this ministry I'm so thankful to Brad Lanzer and Lanzer Broadcasting for supporting us for the majority of the 400 episode run that we've been on so far. And I just, I couldn't be uh, more grateful for all these people. And so I hope this shows you that it's, it's, it it, it can't be a dynamic podcast if it's just me uh, turning on a mic and droning on, although that was, that was the beginning when I was younger and we didn't have all this technology I carried around a micro cassette recorder, and I recorded everything that I did, all all my thoughts about everything that I did. Mm-hmm. Probably probably annoyed a lot of people around me, and my parents who bought me the micro cassette recorder. But uh. I'm, I'm thankful for that because that got me, um, got my feet wet, so to speak. And um, as I progress and seek to get even better, um, I just I look back at these the early days and the, the podcast itself and how that all came together. Um, because I was, I basically said to Brad back then, I was like, if you don't have a job for me, if you can give me um, uh, studio time so that I can get time behind the mic so that I can at least work on my broadcasting, that would be a blessing. And until um, the COVID-19 lockdown of everything. The door was always open. And like I said, I haven't made a final decision about um, the future of the podcast. There may be an instance where I would go back, but I also am excited about the advancements that are allowing me to produce high quality audio here at home. So I'm very grateful for all of it and grateful for all of you. And I'm so thankful that you joined me here for this 400th uh, podcast. It's, it's momentous. It's, it's exciting to have that. And um, I, I couldn't be more thrilled that all of you are, are part of the story. And uh, beyond that, you're good friends of mine, Um, especially Adam. Adam and I have gotten really close over the years and I'm just very thankful for that. And um, but I just want to end By um, just once again saying thank you to everyone who has uh, supported me with prayers, with encouragement, it really just reaffirms that um, I am doing what God has called me to do and that he is opening up even more doors, um, even though it feels kind of like we're we're all stuck at this point. There's still new doors opening every day. And I'm so thankful for that. And so I think I'm going to end uh, with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for these 400 episodes of speaking for him. Lord, I pray that they have been a benefit and a help to those who have listened. Lord, I pray that um, if there was people, there are anybody that um, is 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 hurting and they stumble across it Lord. that they would be brought to you lord that is the goal and i believe that with your help and by your grace we have met that goal over and over through these past years and i'm so thankful in jesus precious name amen amen well i think that's about all i have time for thank you everyone for listening Please let me know if you want to interact with the podcast. It's easier than ever. Uh, If you have a topic that you want to discuss on the podcast, let me know, and we can set up a a Zoom time to record um, an interview if you want to give your testimony. I really want my podcast, one of my visions for this podcast is to be a, a conduit so that other people can tell their stories of God's faithfulness. Uh, you know, because we can argue about doctrine and theology all day long, but the one thing that you can't argue with is the personal testimonies of the grace of God at work in the lives of other people. Um, there's just something ironclad, there's some, just, just a uh, tremendous amount of ironclad truth in the fact that I can say in my own way and and, and through telling my own story that once I was blind, but now I see. I hope you have an awesome weekend and that as always, you keep serving the best of masters.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four,